Hello there, moms and dads, boys and girls. Welcome back to Wise for Salvation. This is Mr. J, and I'm flying solo yet again today, uh, but I'm excited about the episode we have ahead. We're going to dig into God's Word and hopefully generate some good conversations that you can have around your home. And that's why we do Wise for Salvation. Uh, We do it so that we can promote conversations between kids and parents around God's Word. 2 Timothy 3.15 says the scriptures are able to make us wise for salvation. So that's what we're doing here today. And so let's jump right in to our episode. This episode is titled, Our Defeated Enemy. Our Defeated Enemy. And today we're going to talk briefly about our enemy, Satan, and the victory we have in Jesus. Our scripture passage for today is James 4, verse 7, which says, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Kids, this past Sunday, your Sunday school lesson was focused on the armor of God. You probably talked about each piece of armor and how it helps us in our battle against uh, our enemy, Satan. I love that passage. It's, It's so helpful for us to realize that we're engaged in warfare and that there is an enemy out there who is fighting against us. It's such a clear passage and, and such a great visual. At the beginning of the scripture passage from Sunday, Paul refers to a, a set of, of individuals or uh, authorities. And he says this, he talks about the devil's evil plans in verse 11. And he talks about the rulers, the authorities, and the powers of this dark world. That, uh, that he's talking about there. So it's against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly world. That's verse 12. Who is this enemy? What do we know about Satan? What can or does he do? And who are the rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world? We don't talk about this much in church, right? And in part, it's because the Bible doesn't say a whole lot about the devil, but it does say some things. And I hope that through our time together today, maybe you'll have a clear picture of the victory that has already been won over our enemy and the ongoing battles that we face as Christians. So who is the devil? Well, he's also most commonly referred to as Satan. And the first thing we need to remember about him is that he was created as an angel. He is a spiritual creature. God created him good, but Satan and many other angels rebelled against God, because Satan wanted to take God's place, and he still does. He wants to take God's place and rule. And Satan and the other fallen angels that we call demons, now they live in hell. They've been cast down there. Satan is referred to as a liar in the scriptures. Uh, I want you to think about how he deceived Adam and Eve in the garden in Genesis 3. He's also referred to as an accuser of the brethren or accuser of Christians, That's in Revelation 12, verse 10. And he still works today to deceive people and turn them away from God. Satan hates God, and he hates all those who love God. Peter calls him our adversary, and he compares the devil to a lion who is looking for anyone he can devour. That's 1 Peter 5, verse 8. But here's some things we need to remember about Satan. Because Satan is a creature, he has limitations. See, God is the only uncreated being. Everything else is created, including Satan. 
You see, God is always present, but Satan is limited to being in one place at one time. God is all-powerful. Satan is limited in his power. You remember in the story of Job, Satan had to go and ask God's permission to afflict Job and to test him. God knows everything. Satan does not. He doesn't know everything. So it's not right to think of Satan necessarily as an evil God. He's a powerful creature, but he is not a God and he's not God. Satan is aided by other demons who follow him. These are in part who Paul is referring to in Ephesians 6 when he talks about the the dark powers in this evil world. But these other demons have all the same limitations that Satan does. They're all created creatures who have rebelled against God. Now, in the gospel, we know that sin and death and Satan have been conquered and defeated. Jesus rose from the grave and he dealt a death blow to God's enemy. Satan is bleeding and dying, but for a time will continue to work against God's people and against God's purposes in the world. This is why we need God's armor and why we need God's strength. Even though Satan is powerful, the Christian has the ability to resist him and to stand firm against him. Again, remember James 4, verse 7. It says, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will walk away from you? No, he will flee from you. How do we do this? If Satan is a powerful spiritual creature, what can we do against him? Well, in our passage on Sunday, Paul begins by telling the Ephesians to let the Lord make you strong and depend on his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor. So we start by fighting with God's power through his spirit that dwells inside all believers. 1 John 4, 4 reminds us where John says, Dear children, you belong to God. The one who is in you is powerful. He is more powerful than the one who is in the world. John is writing to Christians there, reminding them that the one, the Holy Spirit that's in them is is more powerful than the one who is in the world, Satan. The Christian is a born conqueror. This is uh, William Gurnall, who wrote a book, a really big book, called The Christian in Complete Armor. And there he says this, the Christian is a born conqueror. The gates of hell shall not prevail against him. So we have divine strength in us to withstand the deception, the temptations, and the attacks of our enemy. The armor of God shows us how we do that. Remember, if we resist the devil, James 4, 7 tells us that he will flee from us. So maybe go back and read about the armor of God one more time, just so you can be encouraged about how we fight this battle against God's enemy. And hopefully this has been helpful to you. Hopefully you've been encouraged. We live in a material world, and sometimes we can forget that there is a spiritual battle going on each day. And that should not cause us to fear, but it should help us to resist Satan. Firm in the faith, as 1 Peter 5 tells us. Let's pray together. God, we thank you that your Holy Spirit in us is greater than any spiritual enemy we can face. 
and that you have given us the armor we need to resist the enemy. We ask now that by your spirit, you would make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. All right, we looked at uh, some interesting stuff today on this episode, and moms and dads, kids, I want you to, to discuss some things. And again, kids, remember, moms and dads don't have all the answers, right? So you might be you might have a whole bunch of questions in your head right now, and I want you to discuss those with mom and dad, but they might need some time to, to go and look at the Bible and maybe talk to somebody and get some answers for you. But here's the question I want you to specifically discuss together. Satan is active, okay? He's active, but we can't blame every bad thing or a sinful action on him. Can we? Read Ephesians 2, 1 through 3 together, where Paul discusses three things. He discusses the world, our flesh, and the devil. What are these three things, and how can we resist each of them standing firm in the faith? I'll read that again. Satan is active, but can we blame every bad thing or sinful action on him? Read Ephesians 2, 1 through 3, where Paul discusses the world, the flesh, and the devil. What are these three things, and how can we resist each of them standing firm in the faith? <laughs>